1: Isaiah's family life becomes an eloquent testimony to the trustworthiness of his prophecies. His firstborn son acts as a constant reminder of the Assyrian threat upon Jerusalem. But in the face of distress and darkness and fearful gloom, Isaiah proclaims a note of hope. The people, walking in darkness, have seen a great light. There is a child whose name instills hope and confidence. Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Though shadows of judgment darken the horizon, the redeemed ones can sing of his praises, for the ultimate victory is sure. And now let's listen to Isaiah chapters 8-12. through
2: Isaiah 8 The Lord said to me, Take a large scroll and write on it with an ordinary pen, Maher Shalal Hashbaz. So I called in Uriah the priest and Zechariah son of Jebarekiah as reliable witnesses for me. Then I made love to the prophetess, and she conceived and gave birth to a son. And the Lord said to me, Name him Maher Shalal Hashbaz. For before the boy knows how to say my father or my mother, the wealth of Damascus and the plunder of Samaria will be carried off by the king of Assyria. The Lord spoke to me again, because this people has rejected the gently flowing waters of Shiloah and rejoices over Rezin and the son of Ramalia, therefore the Lord is about to bring against them the mighty flood waters of the Euphrates the king of Assyria with all his pomp. It will overflow all its channels, run over all its banks, and sweep on into Judah, swirling over it, passing through it, and reaching up to the neck. Its outspread wings will cover the breadth of your land, Emmanuel. Raise the war cry, you nations, and be shattered. Listen, all you distant lands. Prepare for battle and be shattered. Prepare for battle and be shattered. Devise your strategy, but it will be thwarted. Propose your plan, but it will not stand, for God is with us. This is what the Lord says to me with his strong hand upon me, warning me not to follow the way of this people. Do not call conspiracy everything this people calls a conspiracy. Do not fear what they fear, and do not dread it. The Lord Almighty is the one you are to regard as holy. He is the one you are to fear." He is the one you are to dread. He will be a holy place for both Israel and Judah. He will be a stone that causes people to stumble and a rock that makes them fall. And for all the people of Jerusalem, he will be a trap and a snare. Many of them will stumble. They will fall and be broken. They will be snared and captured. Bind up this testimony of warning and seal up God's instruction among my disciples. I will wait for the Lord who is hiding His face from the descendants of Jacob. I will put my trust in Him. Here am I and the children the Lord has given me. We are signs and symbols in Israel from the Lord Almighty who dwells on Mount Zion. When someone tells you to consult mediums and spiritists who whisper and mutter, should not a people inquire of their God? Why consult the dead on behalf of the living? Consult God's instruction and the testimony of warning. If anyone does not speak according to this word, they have no light of dawn. Distressed and hungry, they will roam through the land. When they are famished, they will become enraged and, looking upward, will curse their king and their God. Then they will look toward the earth and see only distress and darkness and fearful gloom, and they will be The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. The Lord has sent a message against Jacob. It will fall on Israel. All the people will know it, Ephraim and the inhabitants of Samaria who say with pride and arrogance of heart, The bricks have fallen down, but we will rebuild with dressed stone. The fig trees have been felled, but we will replace them with cedars." But the Lord has strengthened Rezin's foes against them and has spurred their enemies on. Aramaeans from the east and Philistines from the west have devoured Israel with open mouth. Yet for all this, his anger is not turned away. His hand is still upraised. But the people have not returned to him who struck them, nor have they sought the Lord Almighty. So the Lord will cut off from Israel both head and tail, both palm branch and reed in a single day. The elders and dignitaries are the head. The prophets who teach lies are the tail. Those who guide this people mislead them, and those who are guided are led astray. Therefore the Lord will take no pleasure in the young men, nor will he pity the fatherless and widows. For everyone is ungodly and wicked, every mouth speaks folly. Yet for all this his anger is not turned away. His hand is still upraised. Surely, wickedness burns like a fire. It consumes briars and thorns. It sets the forest thickets ablaze, so that it rolls upward in a column of smoke. By the wrath of the Lord Almighty, the land will be scorched, and the people will be fuel for the fire. They will not spare one another. On the right, they will devour, but still be hungry. On the left, they will eat, but not be satisfied." Each will feed on the flesh of their own offspring. Manasseh will feed on Ephraim, and Ephraim on Manasseh. Together they will turn against Judah. Yet for all this, his anger is not turned away, his hand is still upraised. Isaiah 10 Woe to those who make unjust laws, to those who issue oppressive decrees, to deprive the poor of their rights and withhold justice from the oppressed of my people, making widows their prey and robbing the fatherless. What will you do on the day of reckoning when disaster comes from afar? To whom will you run for help? Where will you leave your riches? Nothing will remain but to cringe among the captives or fall among the slain. Yet for all this, his anger is not turned away, his hand is still upraised. Woe to the Assyrian! The rod of my anger, in whose hand is the club of my wrath. I send him against a godless nation, I dispatch him against a people who anger me, to seize loot and snatch plunder, and to trample them down like mud in the streets. But this is not what he intends, this is not what he has in mind. His purpose is to destroy, to put an end to many nations. Are not my commanders or kings, he says? Has not Calno fared like Carchemish? Is not Hamath like Arpad and Samaria like Damascus? As my hand seized the kingdoms of the idols, kingdoms whose images excelled those of Jerusalem and Samaria, shall I not deal with Jerusalem and her images as I dealt with Samaria and her idols? When the Lord has finished all his work against Mount Zion and Jerusalem, He will say, I will punish the king of Assyria for the willful pride of his heart and the haughty look in his eyes, for he says, By the strength of my hand I have done this, and by my wisdom, because I have understanding, I removed the boundaries of nations, I plundered their treasures, like a mighty one I subdued their kings. As one reaches into a nest, so my hand reached for the wealth of the nations. As people gather abandoned eggs, so I gathered all the countries. Not one flapped a wing or opened its mouth to chirp. Does the axe raise itself above the person who swings it, or the saw boast against the one who uses it, as if a rod were to wield the person who lifts it up, or a club brandish the one who is not wood? Therefore the Lord, the Lord Almighty, will send a wasting disease upon his sturdy warriors. Under his pomp, a fire will be kindled like a blazing flame. The light of Israel will become a fire, their holy one a flame. In a single day, it will burn and consume his thorns and his briars. The splendor of his forests and fertile fields it will completely destroy as when a sick person wastes away. And the remaining trees of his forests will be so few that a child could write them down. In that day, the remnant of Israel, the survivors of Jacob, will no longer rely on him who struck them down, but will truly rely on the Lord, the Holy One of Israel. A remnant will return, a remnant of Jacob will return to the mighty God. Though your people be like the sand by the sea, Israel, only a remnant will return Destruction has been decreed, overwhelming, and righteous. The Lord, the Lord Almighty, will carry out the destruction decreed upon the whole land. Therefore, this is what the Lord, the Lord Almighty, says, My people who live in Zion, do not be afraid of the Assyrians who beat you with a rod and lift up a club against you, as Egypt did. Very soon my anger against you will end, and my wrath will be directed to their destruction." The Lord Almighty will lash them with a whip, as when he struck down Midian at the rock of Oreb. And he will raise his staff over the waters as he did in Egypt. In that day their burden will be lifted from your shoulders, their yoke from your neck. The yoke will be broken because you have grown so fat. They enter Aath. They pass through Migron. They store supplies at Michmash. They go over the pass and say, we will camp overnight at Gibeah. Rama trembles. Gibeah of Saul flees. Cry out, daughter Galim. Listen, Laisha, poor Anathoth. Madmenah is in flight. The people of Gebim take cover. This day they will halt at Nob. They will shake their fist at the mount of daughter Zion, at the hill of Jerusalem. See, the Lord, the Lord Almighty, will lop off the boughs with great power. The lofty trees will be felled, the tall ones will be brought low. He will cut down the forest thickets with an axe. Lebanon will fall before the Mighty One. Isaiah 11 A shoot will come up from the stump of Jesse. From his roots a branch will bear fruit. The Spirit of the Lord will rest on him, the Spirit of wisdom and of understanding, the Spirit of counsel and of might a sash around his waist. The wolf will live with the lamb, the leopard will lie down with the goat, the calf and the lion and the yearling together, and a little child will lead them. The cow will feed with the bear, their young will lie down together, and the lion will eat straw like the ox. The infant will play near the cobra's den. The young child will put its hand into the vipers' nest. They will neither harm nor destroy on all my holy mountain, for the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. In that day, the root of Jesse will stand as a banner for the peoples. The nations will rally to him, and his resting place will be glorious. In that day, the Lord will reach out his hand a second time To reclaim the surviving remnant of his people from Assyria, from Lower Egypt, from Upper Egypt, from Cush, from Elam, from Babylonia, from Hamath, and from the islands of the Mediterranean. He will raise a banner for the nations and gather the exiles of Israel. He will assemble the scattered people of Judah from the four quarters of the earth. Ephraim's jealousy will vanish and Judah's enemies will be destroyed. Ephraim will not be jealous of Judah, nor Judah hostile toward Ephraim. They will swoop down on the slopes of Philistia to the west. Together they will plunder the people to the east. They will subdue Edom and Moab, and the Ammonites will be subject to them. The Lord will dry up the Gulf of the Egyptian Sea. With a scorching wind he will sweep his hand over the Euphrates River. He will break it up into seven streams so that anyone can cross over in sandals. There will be a highway for the remnant of his people that is left from Assyria, as there was for Israel when they came up from Egypt. Isaiah 12 In that day you will say, I will praise you, Lord. Although you were angry with me, your anger has turned away, and you have comforted me. Surely God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. The Lord, the Lord himself, is my strength and my defense. He has become my salvation. With joy you will draw water from the wells of salvation. In that day you will say, Give praise to the Lord, proclaim his name, make known among the nations what he has done, and proclaim that his name is exalted. Sing to the Lord, for he has done glorious things. Let this be known to all the world. Shout aloud and sing for joy, people of Zion, for great is the Holy One of Israel among you.
1: Here's our Daily Walk devotional thought for today. No more tragic summary of a general's life could ever be penned than this. He won the battle, but lost the war. In war, as in the Christian life, the ultimate outcome depends not on who wins every battle, but rather on who wins the final battle. One setback does not mean the war has been lost. As Isaiah looked at the prophetic horizon, he saw defeat and destruction for his nation. The battle would be lost. Judah would fall because of her pride and her wickedness. But the war would not be lost. Messiah, the Prince of Peace, the righteous branch of Jesse, would come to turn seeming defeat into victory. Think about the prophetic future of your nation and even list the trends you observe spiritually, morally, or even politically. Looks pretty bleak, doesn't it? But remember the last half of Isaiah chapter 12, verse 6. Great is the Holy One of Israel among you. As in Isaiah's day, the future is as bright as the promises of God.
0: Thank you for joining us today for the Daily Walk podcast from Walk Through the Bible. Be with us tomorrow as we continue our life-changing journey through the Bible in a year. Love this episode of the Daily Walk podcast? We'd love for you to rate and give us a review on iTunes or Google Play. Make sure you subscribe so you won't miss an episode as we walk through God's Word together. For more resources to help you live God's Word, visit walkthrough.org. That's W-A-L-K-T-H-R-U dot O-R-G. Walk through the Bible. Take a walk. Change the world.